Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. So today we have a special guest, Trevor. What's up, Trevor? What's <laughs> up, Amand? Thanks for having me, man. No, no worries. You and I kind of discuss gaming on a daily, like on an hourly, on a secondly basis at this point. Totally. <laughs> both of us like love you to games. So it's great to have you here. And I think we'll start off with a mini intro. I, I, would, I wanted to start off by kind of asking you about how you got into gaming. And you can kind of definitely put that in there somewhere. But I, I want to kind of ask like your like these three questions with five things about gaming in your uh, in your case specifically. Uh, so how do you want to start off? Do you want to start off with just kind of giving us an idea of what got you into gaming in the first place? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so I, I honestly don't even know what it was that got me into gaming. Like I just the first time I played a video game, that was it. I was hooked, right? <laughs> like, um, and I, I can't even tell you what the very first video game I even played was. I don't remember. Like, obviously, I played Mario. Uh, I got a Nintendo. It was my first system. I think I played Atari at my cousin's. I kind of remember uh-huh. that. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It was just something about, like, just controlling something on the screen. And um, man, I got obsessed with it when I was a kid. And uh, that's all I wanted to do was just play games. So, um, and it was always funny cause, uh, my dad was always kind of like, he could tell I just took to it right away. And he's like, yeah, when you're older, you're not going to be as into it and stuff like that. And, and <laughs> yeah, here I am that. today and I'm just like, I'm more into it than I ever was. So, uh, I just love gaming, man. Do you think it's like the best time to kind of get into gaming? Because like, I completely get that, that mindset of like when we we're, were growing up, it was kind of. I'm not even going to joke about this because I kind of mentioned this on the podcast a couple of times. I like love gaming and I grew up in Thailand where let's just say you get, so you can get a lot of games pretty easily. You know, obviously don't do that. I'm just like letting you know, I don't, I don't I'm not advising anyone to do that, but it was easy to get games. So I would have like literally a whole shelf of basically any, it was an Xbox 360 that I had that, at that time. Any possible game that came out, I would have it because it was like pretty, pretty cheap, pretty reasonable. And, and my friends would come over and games at that time weren't, you know, what they are today, uh, how they're looked upon uh, like they are today. And my friends would kind of ask me like, oh, like you have so many games. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, that's not mine. It's my cousins. I'm just holding it for him. I don't really play games, guys. Like that was kind of like how I used to be <laughs> before. And now it's kind of me here, like having a podcast, like loving video games and stuff like that. So I, I totally get that. And my parents just said the same thing. And they're coming to visit me very soon and they'll see my gaming PC, three consoles. They're like, yep, yeah, <laughs> it never changed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny because I do think about that sometimes. Like, um, like because obviously when we were kids, uh, there was less games, right? Um, yeah. So you would you would play those games more just because even if you had access to all of them, and you know, I'm sure we all done questionable stuff in our time. <laughs> Definitely don't encourage, um, especially today with how easy it is to get games and how cheap they are and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, I I had a lot of access to games, uh, obviously in my teenage years and whatnot. And um, but again, there was still only so many games, right? Like not a ton were coming out. You didn't have all these indie games and everything. Um, so you put a lot more time into those games. And I think about it today, where I have uh, the opposite problem. I have 
less time and all the games. Uh, if I was a teenager today, what, what would it be like, right? Like having all of these games, uh, games just easy to get, like, you know, like Steam libraries, you know, whatever, hundreds of games that you picked game up pass. over the years. And now you have Game Pass, right? So I, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. This is like, I can't imagine it being better. Um, but I think it's just different, right? Because when you have more content to consume, um, you obviously look at it different than when you had last, right? Yeah. So you don't master games probably as much as you used to in the past um, because obviously you want to move on and try new stuff. But then again, there's people that do that still today, right? Like the f- people that play Fortnite and only Fortnite yeah. and people only play Madden and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's just different. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's as good a time as any. Do you think any of these older games are overrated? Kind of like kind of like you're saying, right? Like that was the only game we had at that time. So obviously that game would be a 10 out of 10 because that's all we had. But if I mean, in, in today's standards, would those games be overrated? Or do you think that a lot of those older games still hold up? Uh, I mean, anytime I go back to an older game, I'm usually disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, nostalgia is something, right? Like uh, it's your memory. It's like, it's that place in time too, right? Like where you were in your life as well, um, which is obviously not where you are today. So uh, I think it's, it, it makes a big deal. Um, and sometimes it's not always go, good to go back and, and relive some of that because you, you will be disappointed, I think. Um, but I do think like a lot of those, there's some, obviously there's old ones that still hold up today, right? Like we still go back and play Mario 3 or um you know donkey kong and and that kind of stuff and it's it's still a great time uh i think there's a definitely an era of like the playstation one and stuff where those ones don't uh age as well um i remember loving cool borders and uh going back and playing that and just being like oh this (laughs) this is as fun as i remember it being so uh yeah there's definitely yeah they need a remake uh, so I definitely, when they remake games, I really like hope they like really remake them, like really yeah. put the time and effort into it. So it is a more modern experience and, and then you really do enjoy it. Cause then it's like, oh, this is what I remember, even though yeah. it's not what it was. <laughs> that's what it was in your brain. That's what it was exactly. in your mind. You know, that's the important yeah. part. All right. So we'll, totally. that will move on to your five favorite games of all time. So this is obviously asking a lot. I know five favorite games of all time. And yeah, I know you've played a lot of games, so. What it's, it be? it's all good because I actually made this list. Um, I don't know when I made it, but it, it wasn't long ago. I was just like randomly thinking about it. And I'm like, I'm just going to put like what my like top 10 favorite games ever were. So um, number one is World of Warcraft. Uh, I mean, I got into World of Warcraft hard uh, in the vanilla uh, era with the rating and everything. I had... Um, I just fell into it because I had some friends that were really into it and they like were leading a guild and uh, they were literally just like one day like, hey, do you want to come along and do this raid? Like I didn't, I wasn't super into the game at that point. Like I was enjoying it and, and got to 60 and was doing the dungeons and stuff. But then they're just like, uh, yeah, we have this like really good guild. We'll bring you along and stuff. And and I didn't realize how good they were. They were like literally <laughs> like the the top of the server and and doing old like the world first type stuff um and yeah like i got into that and i got so addicted like having seeing 40 people work together like these mechanics 
uh, the ups and downs, people getting angry and, you know, the enjoyment <laughs> of when you actually were doing it. Um, it was a wild time, man. And I was so addicted. I put so many hours into it, failed some classes in school and, oh, no. um, yeah, it, it was amazing. So yeah, World of Warcraft is like, when I look back that, that first couple of years, um, that was a special time in my life. So I don't play that anymore. I still, I still go back and play it every now and then. And, and kind of back to what I said of time and place, like it'll never, I don't think I'll ever get that feeling again. Yeah. But I still go and play like when the new expansion comes out, I'll go, I'll, I'll go through all the content. I'll do the dungeons. And that's probably like, you know, maybe I'll keep at the dungeons for a bit. Um, but after that, it's kind of the kind of move on type thing. Like, not into putting all the hours into a single game like that, like I used to. So, um, and then keeping with the trend, going on to number two, Final Fantasy XI online. Uh, <laughs> so, is this just an MMO list? Is that what's happening? <laughs> it's not. A, this is the. It's only the top two are MMOs. Um, but again, like when I think back of like special moments in my life, like that is like another one where, and this one's funny, was because. Uh, I, I, you know, I, at the time EverQuest was a big thing and everyone was like, you know, you, uh, ever, ever crack and all this stuff and this game's so amazing. So I dabbled in it on the PlayStation 2 one EverQuest online. And that was the first time I got, uh, like I exposed to like what a tank is and what a healer is. And I was like, oh, I'm digging this. Um, but I was huge into Final Fantasy at the time. And then when I heard Final Fantasy was coming out with their own version, I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm in on this. Um, my I had a girlfriend at the time. We had just broken up right before it came <laughs> out, and I was just like, I have nothing holding me back now. I'm just going to play this game like nonstop. I love and that's I the first did. thought. That's the first <laughs> thought that comes to your brain is I can play games all I want now. <laughs> yeah, I I could I could just there's nothing stopping me from playing this game twelve <laughs> hours a day if I want, um, and I did and. Uh, again it was just like my first that was my first real mmo even though i did play a little bit of that request but that was the first one i went hard on um and again like i just put massive amount of hours in it met people that was the first time i met a lot of people online and had good you know like you know, interactions with people when people were less shitty online yeah <laughs> not the so, toxic one than teabaggers <laughs> yeah uh, number three, so the first non-MMO is Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I am one of those people that love that game. Um, that was my, my first real RPG, I think, and that's what got me into RPGs. Uh, I played a couple before it uh, just to get ready for it. I think it, Wild, well, not Wildstar, but Wild Arms or something like that. Oh, Wild Arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I played that, and I was like just getting into it, and then Seven came out, and I just... I went, that was like, I think Final Fantasy VII was the first, one of the first games I felt obsessed with, where I was like, all I was thinking about was playing this game. I I skipped the volleyball tryouts to just go play Final Fantasy. My friends are mad at me. I still remember that. They're like, why are you not coming to volleyball? I was like, I'm just busy. <laughs> and uh, I remember I did everything in that game. Like I got, uh, did all the chocobo stuff to get the Knights of the Round. Um, I remember the playtime at the end was over 100 hours. And at that time, like, that was crazy for yeah. to get that much of a game. So Wait, I mean, you, uh, you got your full worth with that. I mean, I should also ask, like, what do you what do you think about the remake so far? I mean, are you happy with it? <laughs> it's funny because I haven't finished it. 
that says it all. That says it all. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not. Um, I think the I'm disappointed because it's they broke it up in episodes. Yeah. Um, I want the whole thing. Like if they had given me the whole thing, I would have gone all in on it. But just knowing it's just Midgar um, kind of took a lot of steam out of it and all the filler and and that kind of stuff. And what I played has been good, but it's just, you know, um, I think just kind of knowing what it is and everything. And I don't even know what that's the surprise ending is or whatever. And um, I'll, I'll go back eventually. I think when the next episode is about to come out, that will be enough for me to go back and finally do it. Yeah, so. I mean, Square Enix, they have to eat, right? They got to make the money. So they need to break it up into three parts. It's yeah, a tiny indie company, right? They have to make that money. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that episode two will probably come out like 10 years from now when we have the PS6 because I have no idea when this is going to come out. That's another reason why it's hard to <laughs> want to like go all in on it, right? Is knowing that part two is who knows when the hell that will come out, if it will come out. Uh, like, yeah. you just, that, that first one took forever. And I mean, they obviously did a solid job with it, but. Just not knowing, I don't know. Again, this kind of like kind of killed the vibe for me a bit. And as much as I love the original, it's again time and place thing, right? Uh, yeah. I just think there's so many more awesome games right now than wanting to oh, kind of spend a ton of time in that one. Um, number four, Counter Strike Source. Uh, yes, I mean Counter Strike. Dust. Um, and Dust. Um. Yeah, I mean, Counter-Strike was amazing. That was, like, the first shooter I really got into. Um, I my I played with, like, four or five friends all the time. Uh, one of my friend's brother was, like, super hardcore into it, had a clan and everything. Their their clan name was Mean. Uh, all of us got together and made a clan called Kind, um, and we would just be on their server all the time, just, like, uh, trying to just make their lives as miserable as possible. Um it was just a good time in my life. Also, uh, I um, there was a superhero mod for Counter Strike. Did you ever play that? No, I've never played that one. So it was it was super cool. It was like you know, literally, it was a mod where you can you could pick a superhero at the start. So you could be like Spider Man. So if you had Spider Man, you could actually swing like it'd shoot a laser out of you, and you'd swing. And um, I forget all the characters, but they had like a whole bunch of characters where you basically it was like a hero shooter back in the day right like the closest thing you could have got um but also at the time i was playing it i was in school doing computer science um and i actually wrote uh some of the characters in that mod um, oh that's sick yeah so that that's like my first like dabbling in actual game development um and it never went too much further from there but uh i made the the main character i made in it was blade um so there was a vampire character in it already. So the vampire character, when he shot you, he would drain life from you and heal himself. Uh -huh. um, and then I made Blade. And with Blade, uh, his health would regen, fa regen faster. Or I don't even think the normal people had regen, but he would regen health because he'd heal. He also had silver bullets. So if someone was a vampire, your, your bullets would do more damage to the vampire. Um, which was cool at the time because the vampire was a pretty strong one that a lot of people picked. So it was like the first kind of like one of the first counters to a character in the mod. Um, it was awesome because it was like, I just made his character and then the, the creator of the mod reached out and we kind of like worked together a little bit to make this. Um, I think what I want to know is, did Wesley Snipes reach out to you by any chance? No? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was just happy the creator of the mod reached out to me because it was, <laughs> it was huge at the time, right? And when he... 
um, like I kind of made Blade and I just put him out there and he kind of reached out and he's like, this is a cool idea. He's like, let's work to make it like the the bullets do more damage to the vampire and stuff like that. I was like, dude, yeah, like uh, <laughs> I love your mod, man. Like uh, totally like if I could contribute in any way. So that was fun. And that was like, yeah, like I said, my first little bit of dabbling game devs. So now we need to, see, was, this go- we need to see this move forward. I need to see this hero shooter, hero Counter-Strike thing coming out from you now. You should, dude, you should go and look it up, though. Like, uh, look on YouTube, Counter-Strike uh, Superhero Mod. I'm sure you'll yeah. see some of it. I mean, being in Counter-Strike and be able to, like, swing around and everything was just, like, it was crazy. <laughs> All right, yeah, exactly. Anyone that's listening and has played this mod, like, message me. Send me a message because, yeah, that will be really cool to kind of get some people who haven't playing this. Um, and then my last uh, game of all time is uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I mean, uh, what else can you say about that? It's It's the first Call of Duty that actually was good <laughs> good there was the one that you know set the next 10 years of shooters right you yeah the first one where you uh, i talked about i liked rpgs and now you had a shooter that had like these rpg elements so um yeah i love that game played the hell of it call of duty 4 i mean that was kind of my first i i did actually play call of duty 2 and 3 and i kind of liked them sort of because it was more story focused but call of duty 4 was that one where i was like I loved Counter-Strike and I used to play Counter-Strike on, in, in my high school. They gave us like laptops. I mean, that's like the worst thing they can do is get kids laptops. And you, you know, obviously in, in like math class or whatever, all just like clicking intensely. Someone's playing Dota, someone's playing Counter-Strike. And we're just all tabbing out there when the teacher walks by. And Counter-Strike was like the thing, right? But like Modern Warfare, when you saw how that ran and how that played in that sort of like environment or in, in like just like the multiplayer like aspect of it was crazy. The whole kill streak thing. I remember, yeah. like, just when we started playing that, I just, I was like, no, this is all I want to do. Yeah, the kill streaks, the loadouts, um, all that stuff. It was just awesome. Like, it was, it was super addictive. For the for the next one, I already know what all of your five things are. Five favorite games. So it's gonna be what Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, and Elden Ring. <laughs> so five favorite games uh, that you're looking forward to next year. What will they be? Oh man, yeah. So next year, without a doubt, yeah, Elden Ring. Uh, number one, I mean, uh, can't wait. Like, I love um, Dark Souls and all the FromSoft games. Um, Starfield, uh, yeah. that one. I'm pretty excited I for mean, that. I I love uh, Bethesda games. Not all of them, but a lot. You know, I, <laughs> Far 76? Are we talking about Far 76? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot of them. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking. Like, I, I'm not super, super into, like, sci-fi games. Like, I'm more, like, into the fantasy type ones. Um, but I, I really loved, um, uh, Outer Worlds. Um, yeah, that was a good that one. Was, that was good. So, I mean, if it's anything, you know, kind of similar idea, I think it'll be super fun. Um, oh, yeah. Horizon, Forbidden West, of course. I of mean, course. That game looks amazing. Um, God of War, definitely. If it, it comes it, out next year. <laughs> yeah. So, I, okay, I'll, I'll replace that one just in case. Um, Suicide Squad, that one looks oh, great yeah. too. The new uh, gameplay trailer looked pretty pretty good. I think after playing Guard of the Galaxy, I'm pretty psyched for that game. Yeah, totally. Um, I and of course like Rocksteady, I liked all those Batman games. They were all yeah. good. Even uh, was it Arkham Knight the one that? Yeah, with the Batmobile? I love Arkham Knight. I don't know why people I have a problem it. with that. Yeah, yeah. Like I I thought I thought the Batmobile dro- drove pretty awesome. It was sick. <laughs> the way it would blast through stuff and come and get you, I was like, why is this a problem? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know why a lot of people weren't more high on that game, but um. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, and then last one would be Saints Row. Um, I don't know what to expect from that game, but uh, I love Saint Row, Saints Row 3. Um, that game was 
amazing. So hoping for something to kind of bring me back to that time. Four was good too, but I think it just got a little over the top by the end. It got a little too crazy. You know, they had like this really intense GTA, let's kind of beat GTA kind of a moment. And then it switched into swinging dildos and stuff, which was funny, which was great. And then just kind of went full wild of like we're in a matrix and we're just running up the wall. So I have no idea what happened. This is supposed to be more of like that in-between that we want. I mean, let's see yeah. what happens. So I think with this, we got to pivot into the Game Awards. So I know we're going to talk, we're going to be talking about Halo really soon, but I think, I think we should get your opinions on the Game Awards. Just kind of what you thought about the show. I mean, like my main thoughts was that it was a little too ad heavy. It, it felt like they were trying to sell me something the entire show. Which then it's like you know it's not an award show it's just a big long ad, um, and also yeah what what do you think about the game wars as a show and of course like we'll talk about the announcements. Uh, I mean, it was long. It was way yeah. <laughs> way too long. Three um, hours. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. I think I watched uh, the first hour and a half, um, and then I was just like, I'm gonna, I'll finish it in the morning, and I skim through all the stuff that I knew was just like trailers and stuff like I already saw and didn't care about. Um, I like, like, I mean, I love, I do like having a show like that, like for games. Um, it is still fun to, you know, cheer for a game and, and hope something wins and see what other people like and what gets picked as game of the year and what gets awards and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it just needs to be a tighter show. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird getting like these little commercials and I get they they're paying for it. I mean, yeah. it's making bang and everything. Um, it is, it's very, it, you know, they keep referring back to the Oscars and stuff. It's very similar. The Oscars drags out, it gets boring at parts, but you kind of stick around to kind of, you want to see who's going to win and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, it it's, I like having it around. I, I hope it, you know, it's a little more tighter next time around, but it probably will get longer. It'll probably get longer and have like, like they had like an award that was sponsored by Toyota. So it's like, I was thinking that I'm like, they compare themselves to Oscars, but you don't have best actor presented by Honda. You know, it's like, yeah. no, here's best actor. That's it. They'll have an hour pre-show, an hour after show and oh all kinds of stuff. So and um, obviously like, and I also, I get the whole thing with the announcements. But I would rather them be like, we have five announcements through the, throughout the entire show and it's big ones. Each announcement is huge. And I'm like, that, you'll, I'll watch the entire show, give like, you know, praise to the, the people that win and nominations, stuff like that, whilst also kind of being excited for the announcements. Here, they have announcements and it's like PUBG going through to play. I'm like, okay, it's not an announcement, man. It's like put a blog out or put tweet it out. You don't need to put this in a show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it, it's still worth watching without a doubt. Yeah, and what about the announcements? Any anything that stuck out to you? Oh yeah, the announcements were definitely weak this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love to show like yeah, there was like the one or two things that were like oh yeah, that that seems like that looks good, that looks interesting. Uh, the space space marines too, that that one looked good. Um, that looks sick. Yeah, uh, I liked Alan Wake, so Alan Wake two will be great. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I like the gameplay of the Suicide Squad, but and announcement-wise, I mean, yeah, there wasn't. It was pretty weak. Yeah, I, th- I think we were, everyone was expecting some big announcement. Like I was thinking Bloodborne two, or maybe a God of War release date, or like just something. 
to like end the show and they always do this they always end the show in the worst way possible like everyone kind of ramps up at one point i remember they announced a fast and furious game and that's how they that's how they ended the show and that when that game came out i got like two out of tens like reviews like how can you end a show on such a horrible game you know yeah uh even that Elden ring trailer was like uh that was they left it at the end and everything and it's like a new Elden ring trailer and it was like okay i want to see like an awesome like boss fight in game and it was like a, entirely a cinematic trailer and it was just yeah. kind of like oh like i just i want the game now at this point like exactly. I'm, like they already had the tech test like we've already seen tons of footage and everything like it's just it, uh, yeah I don't it know. made sense was... last year when we had no clue what Elden ring looked like Versus this year where there's been a tech test, like an hour long demo, Twitch stream, but like, okay, we're done now. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's something you could start to show with, without a doubt, right? Like, yeah. uh, here's an Elden Ring cinematic thing, but when you leave it to like the very end or something, it's it's just kind of a disappointment. And then the, um, the Matrix Awakening, uh, like tech demo reveal, which... Um, I played it and it looks incredible. Looks amazing. I can't wait to see what games actually look like when when they come out in uh, Unreal Engine Five and take advantage of everything. Um, at the end of the day, it was a tech demo thing. Like, yeah, I uh, I was psyched for it until we get to the point, and it's not a spoiler; it's a demo, whatever, right? Yeah. When you get to that point where it's an open world thing and you can kind of just jump in a car, and then I'm like. Wait, is that it? Like, I thought, I don't know why. I don't I don't know why I was expecting, like, Lawrence Fishburne or someone to pop up and do, like, a story mission or something. And I was like, wait, okay. This looks cool, I guess. Yeah, I, like, it looked amazing. I was like, wow, I'm going to show it to so many people and look look how real this looks and everything. But it was like, yeah, this is barely a game. Like, <laughs> like the, you, again, you move around the city and everything. The shooting in that little cutscene is, like, you're just pulling the trigger type stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but to save that as like kind of the, the big thing, like really that was a big thing, right? Um, was pretty disappointing. Well, I mean, it's also because not many people know there's a big movie coming out, Matrix Resurrections, you know, very soon. So it's like, I think it's just getting Matrix the right kind of advertisement that they deserve, right? No one knows Keanu Reeves and stuff like that. It's just, it needs that time. It needs that slot. Yeah, again, it's that, that whole thing of uh, what is a show and it's like, oh, this is this is what this show is. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you pull your big announcement is a matrix tech demo for the new matrix movie. And you have Keanu Reeves up there acting goofy and everything. And <laughs> it was great. But again, it was disappointing. I like Keanu Reeves always goes into like his Bill and Ted mode. Anytime yeah. like there's like an entry where he has to be goofy. I'm like, okay, is that just like who he is? I guess in general, right? I think that's just him coming out. <laughs> I heard he didn't even play uh, cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was actually going to bring that up. That was pretty funny. Because yeah. CD Projekt Red has been touting, oh, Keanu Reeves, he like played our game, he loved it, and he literally just outright was like, I never played it, I just watched some demo. And I'm yeah, just he probably, CD Projekt. I think they said he loved it. I don't think they actually said he played it. I could be wrong about that, but uh, yeah, I can imagine them showing it to him, and he's like, wow, this is amazing. And they're like, yeah. he said it's amazing. Yo, Keanu's too <laughs> Put nice, that on man. the box. Like, it, the game could look like garbage. He's, he would probably see that Fast and Furious game and be like, that looks awesome. He's too yeah. nice. He's not going to say anything. Totally. <laughs> what do you think about the Game of the Year winner? Because I think that took a lot of people by surprise, even me. I thought it was either Metroid Dread or I, I think I was also going leaning towards um, Deathloop. I, either of those two. 
Yeah, I, I was leaning towards Deathloop just because I saw all the awards it was winning. I was like, oh, this Deathloop's going game to be direction. That. Yeah, that game that wins like, I won like three or four awards and game of the year and everything. I, I was surprised. I haven't played it, it Takes Two yet. I heard it's great. Um, oh, it's great. It's on yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, so I'm going to actually try to make that happen uh, hopefully before the end of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I that's awesome to see a game like that win. Uh, I think I'm kind of glad it won compared to some of the other ones. Um, I forget all the nominees, but it was Ratchet and Clank, Psychonauts, Psychonauts. 2 were on there. I, those, those, yeah, RE Village. I, you know, I think, yeah, even RE Village, as much as I love that game this year and I, for how dumb and everything it was, uh, just to see it win the game of the year would have been weird because it's just kind of like you, the reason that game is so good is because of the characters um the moments and everything but like the actual game is you know it's resident evil it's yeah par for the course of what it's been type thing um so yeah i i don't i think it it takes to being something that's totally different and took some chances and everything it, it's great to see something like that win and with this actually we can kind of segue right into this i mean there was a big thing that was missing in the game of the year nominations list which i think is game of the year for a lot of people and that's halo infinite and so I guess I could start with that. Do you think if Halo Infinite was on there, it would have won? So the reason I assume it wasn't on there is because they have there's to... a cutoff date, right? The, there's a cutoff date. Well, the multiplayer would have obviously would have made it because I think the cutoff date is like end of end of November or somewhere yeah. around there. But the so, multiplayer with the beta, so technically it didn't count as a That's a, a good point. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see because... Um, well, I mean, Cyberpunk's a totally different thing, but Cyberpunk <laughs> didn't win anything here. But um, being that it's tough because even when you like think about what games you like this year, it's always like when you play something more recent, it's more recent in your head. That enjoyment's more recent in your head. You don't necessarily, it's harder to compare to enjoyment you had in February or March or something, right? So I think it'll be interesting to see w- w- what happens with that because of that. Um, I mean, if it was in this year, like I definitely would have. Of of all the games there, I would have hoped it would have won. Um, and and if you're a developer, just, if you're a developer at Playground Games, how pissed would you be that Forza Horizon Five did not get nominated for Game of the Year? <laughs> I, Forza is like a victim of its own success, right? Like they made an amazing racing game, and then they made amazing racing game a little bit better, and then they made it a little bit better again. And you're at the point where it's just this incredible thing, but I think the reason it doesn't get nominated and stuff is just because it it's just incrementally better. It's a different setting. They do little things differently. I just think that it makes it harder for anyone to get excited about it, right? Like we play it, we love it, but again, it's kind of like, yeah, this is like a little bit better than that last one, right? And it's still great. Um, I think if you had maybe a longer period between them, like if it was like a five-year gap or something, I think that would have make make it a like a harder hitter, and I think it would have got on the list. Um, yeah, I would be disappointed if I was them, though, for sure. I mean, they made easily the best racing game ever at this point. I mean, you and I were on top of that game, and it's like I, for me as well. It's like one of my top games of this year. And usually, I'm not really really that into racing, other than like Burnout series, like way back. So for me, this was like the first time I actually enjoyed the racing aspect. I didn't want to crash into anyone. I wanted to get to where I want to go. And it was so fun. Because, and the music, like, I'm not even joking. On my Spotify, I have the playlist because the music is so good. 
yeah, that game's great. Uh, I I loved it. I love driving around. Love smashing the boards. Uh, yeah. You know, oh my god. Doing the skill, trying to get the highest score possible, getting as many cars. I mean, it's great. Like, I, it's so much fun, and I still play it. Like, you know, a race here and there in a week, yeah. and uh, I still haven't got all the boards. I'm going to get all the XP boards. Um, I think I have like 30 left or something and I'm going to finish all the story races. And I think I have, I have a good handful of those left. So, um, I can't wait to go back. I mean, we've, we both bought the, uh, the pass, the so I'm definitely going to be going back. <laughs> yeah, no, we're in now. We're, we're coming. Yeah, now, we that, back. now that we paid all that money for it. <laughs> Man, you convinced me. Now, I mean, talking about monetization, I guess we should go into Halo Infinite and like, it, it does that settle sort of? With this whole like what what is happening you know in terms of the monetization and the battle pass and the, the playlist being so weird like what do you think about it at this point of time like there's the battle pass and, and stuff that's fine like that's like a normal thing that everything does it makes sense for them how, that's how they're going to make money right yeah. but the way they've kind of laid it out that you can only use it you can only like bump up your xp if you if you complete certain challenges and these challenges aren't the greatest like even if you swap them out i don't know if this happened to you I swapped out a challenge and I got the same challenge again. I don't know if my computer's glitching or something, oh. but that's happened to me a couple of times. I actually never had that happen to me. Uh, I, I've definitely swapped a challenge and got one that I did not want again. And I swapped <laughs> it again. And I was very mad about that. Um, I never actually got the same one twice in a row, though. That That's bad. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like losing your money technically. Right? Yeah, because I, I, I was like, oh, maybe it didn't click through. And I was like, oh, maybe my challenge, my challenge swapper thing is still there. And like the number went down. I'm like, wait a second, I used it. It's not there anymore. What's happening? Yeah, that's bad. Um, so, I mean, the current state of it is that I think it's I think it's pretty good now, actually. Like, it, it's definitely not great. It could definitely use work. Um, the biggest change that they made that has made a huge difference is those first six matches giving more XP. Uh, ever since they added those, I've literally played three matches, at least three matches every day. I yeah, get that 300, I get that 200, those two 200s, maybe I get the hundreds. Um, but prior to that, like after I did all my weeklies, I didn't log in at all. Like I, I literally went four or five days until the new challenges came out. I just didn't, uh, you know, like I still wanted to play the game, but it was, you know, just the fact that I wasn't making that progression, it it didn't feel great. Um, so I think that change just made all the difference. It's still, I think, the biggest change I think they can do now. So they there was an update today. Uh, so the new playlists are out. So right away, having those new p- playlists helps with some of those challenges, right? So if you get that challenge that you need to play uh, this match, you can maybe play that match now straight to a playlist. Um, or you have more options to even with the weapons. Like if you uh, have to do this weapon, you can jump in Fiesta because it would be more likely to get that weapon. Yeah. Um, so uh, and they've also changed challenges. So there's there's been um, when I jumped on today, I had one that was just get two thousand score in quick play, which I wow. did in a match. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that one was awesome. Um, so I think in general they've they've done some good changes to the challenges. And I think the biggest thing they could do is, even though I just praised it, um, rework those daily those daily ones. Like, just get rid of them. Do it based on your score or whatever, yeah. right? So if you get 2,000 score, whatever, that 
equates to whatever 75 xp or something right and and don't ding people for wanting to play the game and make progress right because if i have if i want to play all day saturday and sunday like let me don't make me have to spread it out every single day because right i might be busy or something so i think at this point right now if they just did if they leave the challenges because it seems like they're better now if they kind of rework just that portion oh and wins need to matter. Like, yeah, <laughs> give a give an extra fifty XP or something. Uh, exactly. So if they, I always feel like we we work so hard, we get a win, and it's like sometimes I got like no XP. I'm like, great, I feel awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's hard to care about winning in that game, right? Like, um, unless you're doing ranked and you're caring about your rank. Uh, otherwise, like. If you lose, you're kind of like, well, did I get my challenge done though? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, actually, that's that's actually how I feel, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I got my challenge done. Okay, awesome. Uh, <laughs> and then obviously, unless your challenges win the game, then then you really care. But then that's what sucks, right? Because someone might not have a challenge to win a game and they're going to be playing worse to get their challenge done, right? So that's a bad experience. So they have to have incentive for winning, right? So they add a low incentive to winning, add that skill-based... Uh, you know xp like i think it'll be solved i i even like a medals you know how you, if you get like a double kill or triple kill they give you like that little like ching like little mm-hmm. metal thing comes up like why can't they just give it like okay if you get that you get 50 xp just from that yeah even if they did based off medals or something like that i think like i mean balancing is probably hard no matter what um but yeah. honestly i think the balancing is off now um i'm at so i bought the premium battle pass which gave xp grants i didn't use them because i was like well i don't know maybe i'll finish it uh in time so i'm not going to use them right away so i didn't use them i'm at level 40 now and we are not even through december and this is going to go till may yeah (laughs) so i'm going to be done this probably in march um yeah yeah so it's not slow anymore uh so i i think it's it's definitely better now, um, but it's not. It's got a ways to go. They they got some stuff to fix up, um, but definitely better than it was. I think. I think the important question to also ask is like in your entire like gameplay time so far playing online, um, and, and on a percentage scale, like how many times do you think you've been teabagged? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I it's not that high actually. Um, it's kind of surprising. Hard to, it's kind of hard to teabag when you're always alive, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or to get teabag, but um, yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I, I still see it uh, a fair bit. I, I would say 10% of the time, maybe like I, it's not a ton. Um, I saw the newcomers, they don't know how to play the game, They're yeah. I know. It's weird seeing that because you don't see that too often anymore, but you definitely got these people who are coming back and they're like doing their thing again uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know it pumps me up i don't know why maybe it's kind of something weird about me because like i just it just takes me back to like when i played halo 3 and stuff like that when someone teabags i'm like that's an og that person knows what it was all about and i'm just like after that every time i get the kill i i have to do it you gotta reply you know that's yeah. just the whole thing no one messages anyone like it's not like they're messaging me anything i'm messaging you nothing like that it's just every time we get a kill we just teabag it's like you know it's like a weird respect of like teabag sir that's it yeah yeah it, it does it was funny when I, uh definitely in my first early games i saw a lot of that and that was funny i had um i had one good moment i want to share with you though um yeah. so i uh was doing my challenges 
uh, last week's challenges and I had the three fusion core to do. So this again, this is another thing that sucks though was because that was my last challenge was the three fusion cores. There's only two maps that I know of that have it. Um, I think it's Fractured yeah, is the Fractured big team one, one though that has all of them. Like they're all over yeah. the place. Um, supposedly one of the other ones has some, I think I looked up and saw. I've never but, seen it pop up. I always pop, dropped on a Fractured for some reason. Yeah, I couldn't see, I couldn't find them on this other map. And then on the, um, on the uh, Quick Play one, there's a map on there that has them, but uh, there, you're better off going to big big team battle because there's only three maps. So I literally, this was all I had to do. I was at my 50 XP. I just had this one challenge. I just wanted to get it done. And it was like, I literally went in and quit out three or four times to get the freaking map, which <laughs> felt bad. But at the same time, it was like, this is all I want to do. It's either this or I'm not going to play the game. Anyways, yeah. I got, I finally, after three or four tries, I get on the map. I'm like, okay, I got the map and everything. So I get my first two kills uh, pretty early on. Um, I We're smoking no more. We're getting smoked. I don't remember. Match was going quick. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm not going to get this freaking last kill. I'm going to have to go through this again. So anyways, uh, the, the match is almost done. Uh, I die. I spawn at the base. Uh, at the top of the base, there's usually like four four coils or whatever. I run to the top. I grab a coil. And there's like, there is a, there's a, uh, a guy there and he's, he's getting attacked by my entire team. There's like three people chasing this guy. They're shooting him. I'm like, no, no, don't kill him. Don't kill him. And I just, I chucked the core. And right when I chucked the core, the guy jumps on the ramp and shoots off. I'm like, no, (laughs) the, the, the coil bounces and bounces on the ramp, shoots off and lands on the guy. And I get my kill. (laughs) Oh my dude, it was a, it was so amazing. Like I was just like oh, oh. and then it was just like <laughs> boom and it hit him and then and right after he hit him the match and I was like oh shit and then oh I was like God. I quickly and I quickly started looking. Um uh where I was playing on PC and I didn't have anything recording, so I was like, oh so dude, you can go in the theater if, if it's still there, you can check the theater. Oh man. Uh, do you know how far back it goes? It goes, it goes a while back. It might be there. If you find this video, please yeah. clip it and send it to me because I'm going to put it on the YouTube version of this of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. After I'm done, I will, that's, I'm going straight there to, to hunt that down. It was, that, I love that because this is a halo moment that, which is why we keep playing. Yeah, totally. It, I, for me, like it wasn't like that, but like I had like a moment where I was doing capture the flag and it was like a bunch of people were like, I, I got the flag. Because again, I wasn't on a headset, so I wasn't talking to anyone, anything like that. I, I got to the area, I got the flag, and there was like a bunch of these enemies that were like nearby. All of a sudden, I just see this guy coming to Warthog, just gonna honk. And I'm like, I know what, I'm gonna quickly jump on the back. He just drives us straight to our area, we get the thing. And I was just like, that was so cool that there was just this coordination. And like, it's those moments that you're like, damn, I feel like Master Chief sort of, you know, playing yeah. the game. It's fun, like you in those big team battles. Like if you hop on a uh, uh, warthog with some people, you drive down, get the flag, get back, get some kills along the way. Like there's just there's so many good moments in that game. It's so fun. Uh, I'm just loving you, have, that game. Have you like played the campaign at all? Have di- like uh, dived into it any at any point right now? Yeah. So um, I have I have played it for a bit the last couple of days. Um, not i'm definitely not super far in um but i'm enjoying it It, it's really good um 
I, it's fun having the Marines around you run around with you getting on same thing, getting on a warthog and yeah, you know, driving up to like a point, like a fob and just mowing people down with the, uh, with the machine gun on the back of the vehicle. Um, and yeah, it's just good moments. Uh, you know, it, it's fun having all the equipment at your disposal and being able to just use a grappling hook as much as possible. Uh, it's definitely really fun so far. I have no idea what's going on in that story. Like I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I sent you know. that link and even that link, when I watched it, I had no clue. I was like, uh, you kind of lost me after the first part. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Like, um, and the characters are pretty good. I like the new, um, the new AI. I think she's pretty good. The pilot is definitely hit or miss. Uh, yeah. Sometimes he's, he's like kind of whining all the time. He's sometimes like shut up, and then sometimes <laughs> it's like he says like the odd funny thing here and there. So that's okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, outside of that, like I'm just so lost. I I really don't know what's going on. So I'm definitely playing it for the moments and and the yeah. fun and the tight shooting. And it's kind of the thing that you play outside of the multiplayer. Kind of that, it, it's weird how it was the opposite. It was here. Here's a single player. And then play the multiplayer. But now it's like, you know what? I'm done with the multiplayer for a bit. Let me jump in the campaign. Yeah, like I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a hard time playing the campaign because I do want to just keep playing the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Like, um, well, the other day I had my challenges done, but still I was like, oh, I gotta go do my three matches, and then I'm like, okay, I'll go play the campaign. And then yeah. today I was playing the campaign, and then I was like, oh, the new playlists are out, and then my new challenges. So I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta go back and play some more <laughs> multiplayer. So I ended up. Are you doing not- heroic? Uh, legendary. I'm just doing the regular right now. Yo, yo, yo! Come on. <laughs> I, I thought we're I thought we're Sekiro boys over here. You can't you can't start this game on normal. It's 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 blasphemy. Uh, so I'm not an old Halo guy. Is that is that a thing you're supposed to do? <laughs> it's it's like a it's a thing. It's a it's a thing in general in gaming. You never start at normal. You just got to go a little little bump higher. You know what I'm saying? Um, For Miyazaki, did. man, Miyazaki will be so pissed that we are just saying that we're playing games on normal. So if I know what I'm in for, um, I will typically like go harder on a game to start. Yeah. Um, but if I don't know, like sometimes my, my issue with some difficulty in some games is that if it's just like, this is just going to be like, I'm just going to die in one hit. And it's just like, sometimes it's going to be luck or it's just going to be frustrating. Like it's, it's not really requiring more skill. Like some games, like when you increase that difficulty, like, the AI gets smarter and they'll hide behind cover more or something like that. That's awesome. Like those cases I'm all in, but when it's just like, they're, they're going to do more damage. I'm going to do less damage. Something like that. It's just like, uh, so I, no, I, I took, is just, they have just sticky grenades. They have more sticky grenades on them. So just throwing it at you from all angles. I, I mean, I'm definitely game when the, the co-op comes out. Um, oh, like yes. I will do the legendary. I'll do skulls. Like I'll beat my head to the ground with someone to do to go through now we're talking stuff. now we got we got to stream that that's now we're talking let's do it we're gonna, uh, that's a plan different. for next year whenever this uh, co-op thing comes out for sure yeah so, so um yeah do you do you think this is the best halo in your opinion so i like i kind of just mentioned i'm not a, like a long time halo person like i i said at the start of the show counter-strike was my game um <laughs> the thought of playing a shooter with a controller back in the day was disgusting to me uh i still remember being at the university they brought xboxes and uh i was playing with a friend of mine and she was just like 
she was just mowing me down and i was just like this is stupid like i can't use this control this controller is huge yeah. and <laughs> the duke oh my god yeah and i can't aim with it i'm i need a mouse and keyboard so i didn't get into halo one or two not until much later um i played them both on pc later on um three was the first one i got into uh like yeah. i really played three on on my 360 and and really enjoyed it but i never got super into the multiplayer um played reach enjoyed reach uh dabbled in odst but i was never like the hardcore halo person um though the oddly enough the the halo i got into the most prior to this one was five uh yeah i i love that multiplayer the single player forget about that but the multiplayer was really good yeah i i enjoyed all of it actually i even enjoyed the like i maybe the reason i enjoyed the um single player was i actually understood what was going on i knew uh ai is going bad trying to kill everyone um master chief is bad but he's like or gone rogue or whatever and we're kind of doing our thing and we're going to cross paths or whatever um i thought that was fine i i know a lot of people don't like it but um i i was into it and i got super into that multiplayer as well i i liked that it was a little more fast paced i know like people were upset that it was more call of duty ish but i like call of duty so um i was enjoying it and uh yeah, I mean, to answer your original question, like, in my opinion, this is 100% the best Halo buy and far. Oh, um, yeah. Feels so good. It feels really good. Uh, everything feels good. I love the open world. I love the grappling hook. I love all the equipment. Uh, you know, there's some stuff that needs some work. Some of the controls are clunky, um, especially, like, in the campaign. Like, swapping between your equipment doesn't feel good uh, at all because um, you're, like, you want to go from grappling hook, you want to drop a shield. And then if you don't swap back to your grappling hook, you're going to try uh, pressing the button and nothing's going to happen. Uh, Even just switching switching equipment is like, I have to push right on the D-pad and then I have to push one of the the directions. Um, On keyboard, even it feels weird. Like, why can't I just press one or two and have my um, uh, shoot the uh, ping or ping thing out? Um, yeah. press three, drop my shield, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, uh, yeah. The good thing is with keyboard and mouse, you, at least on, on PC, you have key bindings and you can kind of mess around with stuff, especially if you have buttons on your mouse itself. On, yeah. on the controller, you're, you're like, if you're playing on Xbox, because like, I like playing the campaign on the Xbox, but it's like, man, I can't, like, it's so frustrating to like, kind of get used to it. You're like, ah, just, if I can just be on my keyboard and you, you can't connect it actually, you can connect your mouse and yeah, I totally set up macros and stuff to to fix some of that, but it was annoying that I had to, right? Even like yeah. the uh there's no like the options don't even give you like it's literally do you map you map the equipment and that's it. You can't there's no like instant cast type option or anything like that. So yeah. Some of that stuff can use some work. Um but yeah, I mean so far I'm having so much fun with it. I like the guns, I like all the different guns, environments look great. Um oh, yeah. it's just fun. It's fun. I, I mean, the other game, I think we can kind of talk about some of the games that we've been playing. And one of the games that you and I both have been playing, at least before the campaign came out, was Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, are you done with the game? I'm not done. Uh, I, I was actually playing it a little bit today and yesterday. Um, I'm on, I think I'm just about at chapter 12 and there's 17 chapters. So okay. definitely over halfway through. Uh, that is a great game. That game is... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that game's fun, man. Yeah. Um, 
I, I really like the combat. I think the combat's pretty good. Like it's not, you know, not amazing or anything, but it, it is engaging enough that I, you know, I'm constantly like uh, telling my teammates to cast their spells. Uh, I'm constantly casting my spell. I'm always flipping my uh, gun to the right element. And yeah, uh, it, it, it's just all in all, it's like really fun. But the best part is without it, without a doubt is the characters um yeah they're little quips uh some of their lines um you know i drax just like is so good drax is the best drax is without a doubt um rocket's pretty good too like sometimes he's a little whiny but he says really funny stuff um their interactions are just really really good it, it just how like i literally have a smile on my face like while that game is on the entire time I, I know you'd probably do this too. Like I love that sometimes on this, like when some, we have to go to like a waypoint and we start, we see like, you know, other doors, place to explore. We start exploring and Rocket will just be like, yo, what are you doing? What are you <laughs> doing over there? And I'm just like, yo, just give me a second, man. Do, does yours cut out sometimes? Like they, when they're like, I have subtitles on, but when they're like, if I go too far away from where they're yeah. talking, like you can't hear them. Yeah, that cuts Yeah, exactly. It, it either cuts out. That I think happens if you have like a surround sound setup because mm. like it kind of like has to kind of map it. But at the same time, like sometimes like they are saying something and you get too close to like an objective and it just cuts off. Like as they're speaking, I'm like, ah, like I just wish oh, okay. like, you know, I want to keep listening. I just wish there was like some indication of like, let them continue speaking or finish. And then we move forward. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'll jump into the settings and mess with that. Maybe there is some audio stuff that might fix it. I might have it oh, set yeah. to the wrong thing, which might be the issue, but um, yeah, I mean, it's so funny. Even like um, one of my favorite parts still is I remember exactly how it went, but it was when um, uh, the I forget the name of the the space police or whatever when they oh yeah uh, Nova Corps Nova the Nova Corps yeah so when they're talking uh, to Nova Corps and they're like did you like go into that uh, you know, restricted area and yeah, yeah. and did you t- steal parts or whatever and and Drax is like comes just comes up and he's like. Uh, there's not enough room for these. What do I do? It's just like, uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I'll just throw them out the window. <laughs> oh, I remember man. that's like right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, like, it's very that. early on. Yeah. Oh, man, that was so funny. That was yeah, that, that, really and good. it won Best Narrative at the Game Awards. So, like, oh. I mean, we're obviously kind of, I'm also, I think, around where you are. Um, and, like, yeah, so far, it goes really into like, Star Lord's like history and, and everything like that. It's really cool how they like did that. Obviously, I mean, I feel like it's not spoilers because it's like in the beginning part of the game, but it does kind of go back to like where he was, like his old house, and you kind of see him there. And it's just crazy how they did that. I'm like, yo, this is actually a really, really good story. Yeah, it, the story is great. Like, it's super engaging. Like, I want to find out what happens. Um, and again, the characters just just keep it entertaining. I, I probably the only knocks I have against it is like sometimes I find the pacing's a little off, and yeah. in that I find like sometimes I I literally feel like I'm playing like a Metal Gear or something where it's just like talking, 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 and. And then it's like, oh, okay, finally some action. And then yeah. a lot of talking, talking, talking. Um, and then sometimes too much action and not enough talking. So the pacing could be a little bit better. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like like I said, the combat's good, not amazing, but engaging enough. So, um, but otherwise, yeah, like super enjoying that game. It's, yeah, and might even make my top five this year, like, oh, um, which is such me. a huge surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's 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 so wonderful. Like, I love I love Guardians of the Galaxy, and I mean, talking about the opposite of, of games that are not good. I've been playing Battlefield twenty forty two a little <laughs> bit here and there because I have the game, 
And I was like, hey, they're updating it and stuff like that. So I tried it. And it's surprising that this game is still allowed to be out there, in a sense. It's wow. still allowed to be played because there's rubber banding happening. I have gigabit internet and I play Halo and Finish, stuff like that. So I know it's not my internet. But this actual rubber banding when you're playing Battlefield 2042, and it's crazy. Like, I'm like, this game, first of all, costs 90 Canadian dollars before tax. No campaign, nothing. Just pure multiplayer. We have Halo Infinite, which is free. And this is what I'm going through. At the same time, sometimes I'm shooting someone. I swear, that person's in front of me. Nothing is registering. And I'm like, okay, is this is this the game? Like, why, why am I playing this? I used to love Battlefield. I'd rather play Battlefield 5 than this at this point that's bad <laughs> considering yeah. like battlefield 5 was not that great either exactly um, yeah uh i played a, a a bit of battlefield uh one that that the one before five. Oh, one, yeah yeah and um i was like i think i was one of those rare people that liked was it hard point the cop one yeah 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 i actually it, liked it was basically it was called rush or something i forgot what it was called it was like a battlefield name for it yeah I thought it was, I thought it was hard point, but I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah, I mean, um, typically I'm not a battlefield uh, person. Like I, I more to like the faster pace of the Call of Duty and and stuff like that. Um, this one was definitely like right when I got in, I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I can already tell it was very rough. Like. Uh, just coming off um, playing Call of Duty, which uh, has its own issues, but is it's pretty solid. Um, and, you know, then obviously playing Halo after that, I just I had some fun with the portal mode um, because it was faster pace um, and it was kind of neat. Um, but, yeah, I played played a few matches and honestly, I haven't really thought about it since then. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's a, that's the issue with Battlefield. I mean, like I love Rainbow Six Siege. But the only reason I really enjoyed Rainbow Six Siege was when I was playing with the with the group, and it was also like you know six v six or five v five, whatever it is. It's like close combat thing. Battlefield is kind of the same thing. If you're playing with a group of people and it's like a hundred of you out there, and you're kind of like, all right, let's get in this jet and let's do this thing, you know, like those battlefield moments. Yeah, then it's fun. On your own, like yeah, like that's the problem. Halo Infinite, Call of Duty are so much more approachable. When you were just saying, you're like, hey, I have thirty minutes to kill. Let me just do a quick match. I'll get some XP done. You will never feel like saying that for Battlefield. Like, do I want to spend 40 minutes in this thing? It's like 100 people. <laughs> yeah, and in the, um, like, I played one match of those, of the, like, again, sorry, I don't know the mode or anything, but it was, like, one of the basic modes or whatever. Yeah. And it was, like, it, it, it's, like, the bat Battlefield problem, but worse than in the past of you it takes a long time to get to the action um, and then you just die. And then it's like, okay, I got to go all the way back if I can't spawn on one of my teammates or whatever. And um, it just felt very, very open. It, it, it's not, I just like a little bit faster pace in my shooter for sure. You feel disconnected in a sense, right? Because like that with Halo, like everything you do kind of matters. With Battlefield, you're like, hey, if I get 10 kills, I don't think that matters. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Uh, I think Halo is like the perfect balance, right? Like those yeah. big team battles give you like probably not quite as crazy moments as you can get in a battlefield. Um, but you get those moments where crazy stuff happens and things are flying all over a place. And especially with the grappling hook now, um, like you get a lot of just great, crazy physics stuff going on. And, um, and again, like it's, gain to the actions usually pretty quick right like they have those yeah. jumps that will send you across the map exactly. and uh or you jump on the warhog and 
I, the map isn't so big that you can get to the enemy base in like a minute or something. So um, I think they just nailed the pacing on on uh, Halo Infinite. And have you been uh, have you been playing anything else other than Guardians and Halo that you want to bring up? Um, I can't think of too much else actually. Those are those are the big ones. Like again, just tons of uh, Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer and campaign. Um, and my Forza matches, uh, well, my Forza races, uh, still a little bit of Call of Duty for sure. Um, yeah. still, still enjoying Vanguard. The multiplayer is still pretty good. Um, you and like shipment and, uh, house are just chaotic messes, but I, I enjoy them. <laughs> um, th- th- that's like the fast pace to the maximum. Um, so the new season started, so I've gotten in, gone in there and, leveling up that battle pass a little bit so uh still having some fun with that and um yeah i think that's about it i mean with that i think we can move into the video game trivia so we'll be ending the show with this so it'll be seven questions and i kind of already warned you that this is gonna be a little tough there are some stuff that i think you can get i don't it's like i didn't just kind of completely make this you know heroic legendary mode or anything like that like i won't be disappointed if i go zero and seven yeah (laughs) well you never know man i'm just saying but like let's just see let's see what happens i won't say like in terms of from software scale i'll i'll say this is closer to closer to like like bloodborne it's not dark souls or demon souls it's more like it's more like bloodborne it's doable okay We'll see. I don't even know where the skill falls. Actually, I don't even know. I was just thinking about it. all of them are pretty hard. Actually. The fact you're telling me is even Bloodborne levels concerning. <laughs> what is the hardest uh, uh, from software game actually? Uh, I think Sekiro has to be the hardest one. It has I, to I, be. I would think Demon Souls, right? Because Demon Souls was the one that you ha- you could barely do like anything. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still think Sekiro. Like that last boss fight in Sekiro was. Oh my god. Did you that do the demon brutal. in the in Sekiro? Did you do the demon boss? You know how uh, there's like before you go to the final boss, there's like one area you can go, and it's like an optional boss. And it's called like something demon. It's not ringing a bell. I'm. Yo, that maybe not it that is. Boss. I don't. Yeah, I, I can, honestly can't remember. I'll if send I, you a video after the thing. It's yeah, basically like if I huge, saw it, I. So you know the area where you have that first boss battle with the guy on a horse. Yes. So you go back to that area towards the end of the game and there's yeah. a huge ass demon there. Okay, I don't remember doing that. So Yeah, that what no, so that like you found the final boss hard, that boss was like uh, ridiculous. I'm glad I, I didn't know about him. <laughs> Your save is still there. You can go back. Oh, that, yeah. I would love to watch this. <laughs> I'm sure I'm I'll be primed and ready to go for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I was on top of my game when I was trying to beat that final boss, and it still took me like I think like almost a day of playing. <laughs> I can, I'm 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 so excited to get into Elden Ring just because like it's kind of like finding those like optional bosses and also kind of like le- like kind of like talking to you about it right like listening from others of like how long it took them to do a boss or what techniques you use because each of these bosses kind of like Metroid each of these bosses have like something that you can use against them and it'll it'll mess them up really quickly and it's just us having to like figure it out right and you don't want to yeah. use a guide totally all right so well let's jump into the video game trivia so the first question I think this is I think you can get this one okay this is a freebie. Don't don't even say that because I don't get it. It looks bad. (laughs) All right. So first question in the video game trivia: What is the best-selling console of all time? PlayStation Four. 
uh, that's incorrect. I'll I'll give you one more chance. I'll give you one more chance. You're close. <laughs> I'm close. Oh man, my second choice was um PS4 was very close to the top. I'm just going to say that. Well, you threw me off when you said I was close because my my second answer, I'll just keep it, is was going to be we. Uh, we was very very close too, so I, I, I will have to give you a zero on that. It's PlayStation Two with 150 million consoles sold out. Like no worldwide. way. All right. <laughs> where where where, where was PS where was PS Four? I think PS Four is like number two now. Is it oh, okay? Yeah, I knew PS Four was getting close. Yeah, I, PS4, for some I mean, reason I thought knows? it would have passed. It, it might did, overtake it at some point. What was we? I think we was like number three, like number three, number four, because it was like it was it was weird. It was like PlayStation and PS2 were like in the top four, yeah, and then PS4 is also there. PS3 is the only one that's kind of left out, but all of them are up there. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> all right, next one. Since you told me you're a Final Fantasy fan, I think you can get this one. Okay, what was the reasoning behind the name of the popular video game franchise? Final Fantasy. Oh, <laughs> I heard. I've heard this story. I'm trying oh, to second like questions at you now. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember. I remember <laughs> hearing some story about this. Um, You'll get two tries at it. It was. Uh, I honestly don't know. It was the. Um, I can see the wheels turning. It's getting there, man. It was the. It was <laughs> there was only supposed to be one of them. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll give it. The, I'll give it that one. I'll give that as a one because the develop. It was basically the develop, developer's last effort in the gaming industry. Basically, the other games like failed. Okay. And yeah. they were like, they want to make one last game and see if it does well, and it's called Final Fantasy. Okay, that came back to me now. I knew it was something about yeah. like doing one thing one last time, and it felt too obvious to say it was it was only supposed to be the one game. But yeah. I mean, it was. And look at that. Now we are like 15, 16. I don't know how many. I'll take that, that point. point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One out of two. All right. Number three. What was the name of the project that Hideo Kojima was working on alongside Metal Gear Solid Five that still to this date has not come out or possibly ever will and i can give you hints for this one. Oh, is it that um oh my goodness why can't <laughs> i remember the name now <laughs> if you get close it's, to it as well. it's it's the uh, the horror demo that got taken off sale what the hell's the name and what what uh, what <sighs> franchise would that belong to a very uh, storied konami franchise well no it, it belongs to silent hill yeah. Uh, we'll what the hell is the name, though? Well, the, no, but there, there was a name to it. So the, the demo is called something. But I did put it in brackets that if you get Silent Hill, that's also correct. Well, I feel like I'm cheating if I don't get the right name. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, 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 already, I can see that you know the answer. I was going to be like, the hint was going to be like, it's got Guillermo del Toro. It's got Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Norita's. Oh my goodness! It's, I know it, it, it. it's two letters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's PT playable teaser. Okay. Is the demo PT. and the sand the, the main game? Once you get till the end of the teaser, it's Sand Hills with an S at the end. 
Oh, that I forget was PT. I, right, so we'll, we'll give you 0. 0.5. We'll give you 0. 0.5. Either. All right. I'll give I'll you 0. 0.5. <laughs> All right. We'll give 0. 0.5. Okay. So I knew what it was, but I didn't know. <laughs> I forgot. I, I have no idea how I'm going to score this next question. Like, I'll figure out later. Kay. But this is going to be a little, this is going to be a little tough. Uh, what are the best selling exclusive games for the following consoles? <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm just noticing this might be a little too intense. Okay. For PlayStation 4, what do you think is the best-selling exclusive game? So this is it should make it a bit easier. Okay, best-selling exclusive PS4, Spider-Man. I mean, I use Wikipedia. Spider-Man sounds correct, but Wikipedia said God of War. <sighs> I, I, you know what? I'm gonna I will give it to Spider-Man because that sounds more correct than God of War. I just use Wikipedia. On Spider-Man. PS4 sales. I think God of War had like what 19 million. I think that was like the last thing. Marvel Spider Man for PlayStation 4 sold 3.3 million copies the first three days. Um, the all time sales has to be like over 20 million. Yeah. I, I, I can believe look. God of War though. I mean, God of War. For some reason, Spider Man felt like it would have been like more popular just because. Well, it's, actually. I just, okay, so Spider-Man PS4 has sold over 20 million units. So you know what? You are correct. Okay. So the, the, the Wikipedia... Okay, so the Wikipedia thing might be off. I'm just letting you know. But but it does seem that uh, based on that, God of War was 19.4 and Spider-Man was 20 million last year in November. So I'm assuming it's more now. It's also... Um, I wonder how you... Yeah, I guess you wouldn't count sales of like... Because God of War is... Isn't God of War in that PS collection now too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's like nothing to do, nothing like in terms of digital one. I Just think it's literally me. like physical slash PSN sales. So Spider-Man, all right. So you get a point for that. I, again, like I have no idea how I'm going to score these, but one third okay. of this thing. All right, uh, so next one, Xbox One, best-selling exclusive. This one you can definitely get. And I'm, I know what you're thinking. It's not that. <laughs> I'm just going to start off with that. It's not Forza? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Okay, perfect. Yes, yes, that's the one. I, I thought you were going towards Halo 5. I'm like, no, it's not Halo 5. I thought you were right off the bat saying it's not Forza. Yeah. No, see, that's good. All right, all right. See, there you go. First try. Next one, Nintendo Switch. Breath of the Wild. I'll give you one more try. Odyssey? No. All right, we'll... we'll... Animal so Crossing. It's... No. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> I know. I mean, technically, it's not like an exclusive for the Switch. It's for the Wii U, but for whatever reason, because the deluxe. Well, wow, Breath of the Wild is across too. I mean, technically, if it was ex- completely exclusive Switch, it has to be Odyssey then, right? Yeah, I think it's Odyssey then. That was a. It's alright. It's alright. We'll, we'll give you a zero for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Shit, this is going to be tough, yo. <laughs> I'm like looking at the question now. I can already see this is going to be tough. What was the name of Kratos' mother? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, that is too easy. The mom was the one. <laughs> People don't know. Kratos' mother. Kratos' mother? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking his wife. <laughs> I mean, if you do, you would you know the wife's name? Because I think you, I, I, we can switch it out if you know the wife's name. 
No, I don't remember why she yeah. said <laughs> I love you gave that as an option. You you said it like you knew it. I know. I was well, I was like trying to remember the end of the game when they were talking about her, and I was like, oh, okay, I think I oh spoilers, but uh I was trying to think like what her name was. So for Kyrus's mother, it's Calliope. Okay. And you and were something his, like ancient. His wife was actually called Faye as well. People Faye, have, okay, yeah, yeah. People have played the new God of War. There's a Faye in there too. Obviously, no relation, but... I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, this is going to be a little challenging. I, I, you know what? I want to leave this one till the end because this is like a little challenging. Okay. So I'm going to give the one before that. Which iconic Nintendo character was named after a lawyer that worked with Nintendo? Oh, Mario. No, I'm going to give you another try. Luigi? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, no. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Yes, Kirby. there you go. Kirby. All right. There why do you? you yeah, I knew it was one of those. I don't, can you imagine? For some reason, like, why did I go with Mario right away? I don't know. Look, like, uh, no, no offense intended or anything like that, but I mean, I would love to go to a, like a lawyer, like, like hire like a law, law place or whatever, like a law firm called Mario Luigi LLC or something like that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> That was cool to name the, the Kirby after that guy, though. Yeah, it was, it was John Kirby, and they and they named him because named it after him because he kind of did like some sort of like uh, they, he ran the case when it was like Universal Studios versus Nintendo for the Donkey Kong rights, and then like yeah, he fought them and he won it for them, and then they were like, "We love you, John Kirby. We're gonna name a Kirby after you, or like name this character after." That's him. cool. All right, this is the last one, and this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be the one that's a little challenging. Name two launch titles for either of these consoles. You can choose which console you want to you name the two launch titles for. Xbox, PS2, or GameCube. Xbox, PS2, or GameCube. Uh, not GameCube. Okay, so I have to name two launch titles for Xbox. Either the Xbox or either uh, or the PlayStation 2. Or either PlayStation 2. Um, a very obvious one for Xbox. I will give that as a hint. 20 years ago, this game came out. Oh, and 20 man. years now. Like, I know later. Halo was a launch title. Halo and... What was that horrible packing game? <laughs> Let's go with PS2, actually. PS2, all right, all right. We're going to stick with PS2. <laughs> PS2 is pretty tough. Even, like that says even harder. I'm <laughs> trying to think what I got my PS2. Did I get my PS2 on launch day? I can I if you want, I can I can mention certain game developers as like hints. No hints yet. Let me see if I can do this. <laughs> okay, let's just go Xbox, Halo, and Project <laughs> Gotham. Halo oh yes! Holy Oh my god! How did you know the Project Gotham came? I did not know Project Gotham came out with Halo, like with Xbox, like way back. I I knew it came out like early. I didn't know it was launched out though. It was just a guess. All right, so we're gonna tally up your scores. This is like numbered really weirdly because of that that one third thing we had to do at one point. So you got three point five plus two thirds. <laughs> Point. We'll just make, make that point six or whatever. So you got like 4.1 points out of seven. Not bad. It's a passing grade. I'll take that. 4.1 out of seven. I honestly thought I was going to go in and not get any. So I'll take that. 
I mean, some of them, some of them were tough. And I think like the PT Silent Hill thing, I think that was basically one, but we docked it either way. But overall, you know what? You passed. You passed the test. I'm disappointed. I didn't remember it was called PT for whatever reason. I just drew a major <laughs> blank on that one. I, I knew that one. <laughs> PT is a, a, unfortunately like an unfor- forgot, like a forgettable or like a forgotten thing at this point because I want PT Silent Hill, whatever you want to call it. But it's like a thing that you have to like get a PS4 which has it installed. You can't even install it on your PS5 now, which is, is ridiculous. Yeah, I think like don't PS4s that have it installed like sell for a pretty penny right now. Yeah, I should have done that. I had it in my PS4 and I just deleted everything and sold it to like get my PS5. I even forgot that PT was stood for playable teaser. <laughs> I know exactly. Everyone thought it meant something, and, and he's like, he's like, no man, it's just playable teaser. It's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, it's like one of those art like artist thing that you always hear about, like the Beatles, like they like like write all these lyrics, and they're like, yo, it doesn't mean anything. Like there's no meaning behind these lyrics. The same thing with this. <laughs> uh, did you play Death Stranding? Yes, yes, I did. Did you, did you like it? I I, I was like it, it kind of it was kind of going in between. It was like it was like a five out of ten points for me. Then it became like a ten out of ten. It was like always in between. There would be moments in that game where you're just walking and the music starts playing and just kind of just kind of pushing through, getting there. You feel it. You feel that you're making that journey. Then there's other points where I'm just like, yo, man, this story has like no sense. Like why? Like this makes no sense. Some of the characters are so like ridiculous. I'm like, oh, what is happening? And then you go back to the game. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, uh, I never played it actually. Um, I I almost bought it uh, on sale at some point, but um, it's still on sale. It's like yeah. on PS Five and stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I got too much to play right now, but I, I heard yeah, I heard it's better now, so a little bit better. And I don't know. I, I always was curious about it, but never never jumped into it. Anything that runs at sixty FPS is always better. So I think that's the thing. Like if you haven't played it, like you, it's worth the it's worth the wait at this point. You can like yeah. enjoy it a lot more. But like you have to go in realizing, which they didn't do a good job of before, that it's not like Metal Gear Solid. It's not like as action packed as you think it will be. It is honestly like a glorified Uber Eats delivery dude. Like that's honestly what it is. And there's gonna be occasional battling which you will try to avoid because you've got a package. You know, like imagine if you're like taking pizza to someone's house, right? You can't like be messing with people at that point. You just gotta go straight. So like your the, the battle thing that they have there, you don't really do as much because you're like, no, my pack is gonna get destroyed. I gotta get there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cool concept for sure. Of I know, course, only something only something Hito would do. <laughs> I know exactly. At this point, I'm just like, please just make all the stars align and give a Silent Hill at this point. But <laughs> hopefully, I thank you Silent so much, Hill. Trevor, for joining us today. Uh, where can people like reach out to you? Anything like that? Yeah, th- well, thanks for having me, man. I enjoyed this. Uh, if anyone wants to reach out to me, uh, Twitter is the best place. Uh, at Trevor Her, that's Trevor Her H E R R. I put I put the links and everything um, in the description and stuff, so awesome. you can reach out to him. I will see you next time. Bye.